This episode will cover squamous cell carcinoma, and I'm going to uh, give a, just a flag out here. So um, I have a separate podcast on decuries and dermatology that goes into these issues in much more depth, right? But here I'm just going to cover uh, what you need to know for USMLE3, right? So uh, risk, what, what are um, uh, 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 some things that are associated with a, a heightened risk of squamous cell carcinoma? Well, um, exposure to the sun or ionizing radiation, uh, pyre, uh, acinetic uh, keratosis, uh, immunosuppression, uh, arsenic exposure, uh, and exposure uh, to uh, industrial carcinogens. Uh, and I'll talk about three things here, the symptoms of patient exam expectations, your actual diagnosis, and finally, uh, your uh, treatment here. And uh, so, uh, what of our first uh, category, uh, the uh, sample exam uh, expectations? Well, uh, lesions uh, will usually be slowly evolving and asymptomatic, and occasionally uh, bleeding or pain may develop. Um, on patient exam, uh, the practitioner will see a small red um, exophytic uh, nodule uh, with varying degrees of uh, uh, scaling or crusting. Uh, lesions will commonly be found in sun-exposed areas, particularly uh, in uh, the lower lip. Right. Uh, how do you diagnose? Well, a biopsy will show um, irregular masses of anaplastic epidermal cells proliferating uh, down to the dermis. And uh, a, a treatment, which is uh, most important, right? So three things. First, surgical excision will be necessary for larger lesions and for those involving uh, the periorbital, uh, periarticular, uh, perilabitable, genital, and uh, perigenital areas. Uh, Mohs micrographic surgery can be performed for recurrent lesions and areas on the face um, that are difficult to reconstruct. And uh, radiation may be necessary in cases uh, in which a surgery uh, is not a viable option, right? And that concludes this episode on squamous cell carcinoma.